Hi, this is Haley Chura, and you're listening to a special episode of the Iron Women podcast with a companion YouTube video. If you prefer visual demonstrations and actually seeing today's guests and myself, head over to YouTube, search for the Live Feisty Media channel, and it should pop right up. If podcasts are more your thing, keep listening. Most of the male runners figured if any woman wants to run 26 miles in a driving rain, let her run. But veteran Boston trainer Jock Semple thought the whole thing was silly. No, there's enough competition for women. What the heck? Why do they want to tackle the, the, the toughest thing in the world? It's just the women and their stubbornness just want to do something that they're not supposed to do. That's all there is to it. You know that. You're married. That was 50 years ago. In the time since, women have made remarkable progress towards equality in sport. Today, 40% of all athletes are women, and yet women still receive less than 4% of media coverage. The Iron Woman podcast wants to help change that. We interview female professional athletes and other remarkable women making breakthroughs in endurance, sport, and research. So that when I grow up, I will have heroes. I'm Alyssa Gadeski. I'm Haley Chura. And I'm Rosalie. And you're listening to the Iron Women podcast. This is Haley, back for another mini episode of the Iron Women podcast. Like many of you, I'm working on living my best social distance life, which includes figuring out how to feed myself with as few trips to the grocery store as possible. Today, I asked for some help from Iron Woman registered dietitian and author, Marnie Sumbal. Marnie came on the show to answer my questions about what we should do before we head to the grocery store, how to get our veggies when we're shopping infrequently, and she even gives us a tour of her pantry. As I mentioned at the top of the show, if you want to actually see Marnie's pantry tour, head over to the Live Feisty YouTube channel for a visual demonstration. I want to give a quick thank you to our sponsors, Zelio Skincare, Noon Hydration, and Form Swim Goggles. The support of Zelios Noon and Form, as well as our Live Feisty Patreon community, are helping make these mini episodes possible. And if you do need great skincare products, electrolyte hydration tablets, or a new pair of smart swim goggles for once the pools reopen, all three companies do ship and you can find websites and discount codes in our show notes. So with that, please enjoy my conversation with Marnie Sumbal. Hi, Marnie. Welcome to the Iron Woman podcast and Live Feisty YouTube channel. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I love what you guys are doing. So I just feel so honored to be part of this. Well, we are happy to have you here today. And to get everyone a little warm up here, um, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and your role in the endurance sports community? Sure. I am a triathlon coach and I'm also a sports dietitian. And I have my own business, Trimarni Coaching and Nutrition, where I merge those two together. And I coach athletes as well as helping athletes, primarily endurance athletes, with sports nutrition and daily nutrition 
and I've had the honor to help many athletes from all over the world reach their performance goals, um, help change body composition in a healthy way, improve relationships with food and body image, and optimize health and performance. So I feel very lucky for what I've been able to um, accomplish from from a, a career perspective. I'm also an athlete myself, and I've completed 16 Ironmans. Five of them were the Ironman World Championship, and I love the Ironman distance or the the long distance triathlons. It suits me very well coming from a swimming background and just having, like yourself, just that natural aerobic um, capacity. And I just love the sport of triathlon, and I love motivating and inspiring and helping other people reach their athletic dreams, but also keeping their body as healthy as possible. So about a week ago, I started getting a little nervous about my own survival during self-quarantine. So I went to the store and I panicked, bought a few items. I think I picked up some yogurt, eggs, a few cans of beans, and admittedly some ice cream and Easter candy. I now understand it's not just what I chose to buy, but rather my whole approach to shopping that really it could have used some improvement. So what should I have done? I think that for everybody, there is that moment of panic where we just want to rush to the store and buy everything. But I think that we have a really teachable moment right now that we can take home and apply all the time, which is that we really need to learn how to meal plan. We need to learn how to grocery shop and we need to learn what does it mean to have a well-stocked kitchen so that we don't waste food, but that we also have healthy options to prepare healthy meals for ourselves as athletes, but also for our family as well. And I'd really like people to think about having a plan as to what you're going to eat. And the first thing that you can do is take note or take stock of what you have in your kitchen already, because I think a lot of people already have a lot of things in their pantry, in their freezer or in their fridge that would probably get them through the next few days or maybe even a week. And then from there, you go to the store and you buy other staples that will help you get through the next week or two. But it's so important to think about what meals are you going to prepare and how are you going to be eating those foods over the next week. The biggest question I've had from other people is about vegetables. So we all know vegetables are good for us, but right now in some parts of the country, fresh vegetables can be really hard to come by. Do you have advice for getting our veggies when it may, you know, when we are trying to make as few trips to the store as possible? We definitely want to prioritize our produce or our fruits and vegetables because they're just, you know, nature's candy. They're filled with lots of vitamins and minerals and great for the athletic population, um, for what they can provide to our body and also just offer great nutritional value. Um, but we don't want to just put all the focus on fruits and vegetables because there's nutrients in other foods as well. But I would encourage people that when you buy the fresh produce, um, try to eat it in the first few days so that it doesn't go bad. And you want to think about foods that have a bit more of a, a shelf life or a, a counter life. So we want to think about things like apples and oranges. Those are going to last a while. Um, squash, beets, potatoes, onions, uh, cauliflower, carrots. Those are also going to last a while. So we want to think about the foods like berries, um, grapes that may go bad pretty quickly. We eat those first and then we prioritize those other foods, but also take advantage of the freezer. I think frozen foods get a bad reputation because we think about those microwave meals, but there's so many fruits and vegetables that have one ingredient, 
the vegetable or the fruit itself. You don't have to worry about added sugar or salt if you read the ingredient label. And those frozen vegetables can, and fruits can be just as nutritionally good as our fresh alternatives. And many times because they're frozen so quickly at their um, optimal ripeness, that you can have more vitamins and minerals in that frozen alternative. Um, so I think it's important to always stock your freezer with those frozen fruits and vegetables, and then you can add them to your meals. You 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 mentioned having a well-stocked pantry, and you were super kind to give us a tour of your own pantry. So we're going to go to that video right now to give an, our audience an inside look at what a board-certified dietitian and a very accomplished endurance athlete has in her cupboards. So I'm going to go through some of the foods that I have in my pantry. And actually, I haven't even gone to the grocery store. These are just the foods that have been sitting in my pantry for some time. So of course, we have our dried fruits and nuts and seeds. I think these are great because you can add them. Or, you know, when we're in our house for a period of time, it's all about using what we have, being creative and bulking up our meals so that we get lots of different ingredients. So dried fruits, I've got some figs, some mangoes, of course, some raisins here. As for breakfast, I think it's good to have some granola on hand, but you're more than welcome to make your own. Also oats for oatmeal. And then I mentioned about fortified foods. So if we have something like Cheerios here, if you look at the label and you go to B12, um, you're getting 30% of B12 in here. You're getting 70% of your iron in just a one and a half cup serving. So we want to be smart and we want to throw out the food rules and we want to be thinking about foods that are nutritionally dense. So Marnie, I'm surprised to see cereal in your pantry since even I think of cereal as more of a treat, but you actually mentioned fortified foods like Cheerios can be great to have on hand. What vitamins and minerals should we be looking for in our fortified foods? I do think that in, in our society, we've often given processed foods a really bad reputation. And we don't want to think about processed foods as only Pop-Tarts and um, our sugary cereals and chips, right? Because that's sometimes what comes to mind. Not that those foods are off limit, but when we think about processed foods, there's actually a lot of really good fortified foods. And when we think about these shelf-stable foods like cereals, or our grains, there's nutrients that have been added into that food to make them nutritious. So if we look at some of our cereals, and if you look at the label of some cereals, you will find that the iron and B12, or maybe uh, zinc and other vitamins and minerals have been added to that food source, like uh, Cheerios, as I mentioned, and that can be a great alternative for times when you might not be getting your iron or B12 from animal proteins because you're not eating as much. So it's good to look for those alternatives. Assuming someone has taken inventory of their pantry and it's pretty sparse and they're getting ready for a trip for the store, can you name five or six nutrient-dense items that should be at the top of their shopping list? I think it's really important to think about foods that you're going to eat that are going to be nourishing and satisfying and also that will give you energy as well. You want to think about baking. I think that's such a great thing to always make sure that you have your butter and your flour and your sugar and um, baking soda and baking powder so you can make things like waffles and pancakes and breads. That's one aspect that you can focus on. I also think it's important to have your 
uh, frozen vegetables, and also a variety of proteins. I think this is an area because so many of the foods that we tend to stock up on, like rices and beans and lentils, they're very carb heavy. So we want to make sure that we still have those proteins as well. So things like tuna and tempeh, maybe some of our meat alternatives, veggie burgers or veggie crumbles, tofu, tempeh, eggs, we really want to make sure we prioritize them. But unfortunately, you might not be eating as much of them as you're used to, but you still want to emphasize them in the diet. I think you just did my shopping for me. I do want to ask about ordering in. So many people do want to support local restaurants while yeah. they're while these restaurants are able to offer takeout and delivery and support their favorite restaurants. Do you have any guidance on, you know, working in some restaurant options? Yeah, I think it's so good as a small business myself. I feel for these other small businesses, especially in the service industry. We definitely want to support the the restaurants right now. And I think takeout is a great option. What I would encourage people to do is to think about two options. Number one is ordering meals and ordering compliments to meals. So perhaps maybe if you're kind of lacking on some of the produce in the grocery store at home, maybe ordering salads from some of these restaurants to complement a meal. Or you can order a meal itself. And instead of just the standard pizza or pasta or burger, you think about maybe ordering things that maybe you're not used to eating and you can try different foods as well. Just make sure that it's something that you can tolerate and so it doesn't get, get wasted. But I think that when we go to restaurants, it's such a great time to try different foods and to try different flavors and cuisines. So this can be a really amazing time to also expand our palate and to try Mediterranean meals and to try Persian food and Indian food. Um, you know, really be a bit more creative with our meals. And then you can be inspired by what you eat out and try to replicate it at home. I love that idea, creativity through food. Marnie, you are the author of several books, including Essential Sports Nutrition, which includes tips and recipes, especially useful for endurance athletes. Where can our audience find your book? Well, they can find it at my house um, right here. <laughs> and thank you for that plug. Um, Amazon is the easiest and you can get on Amazon by just Googling essential sports nutrition. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate all your insight and best of luck to you. Thank you. You too. In case you didn't catch that, Marnie's book is called Essential Sports Nutrition, and she mentioned you can get it on Amazon, but a cool thing my sister recently taught me was that I could go to the website of my local bookstore and order a book online and pick it up at their shop. I thought this was a great way to support another local business, so just in case the bookstore near you is offering in-store or curbside pickup, check it out. Again, thanks to Marnie for coming on the show. We actually had so many great things to talk about that we're going to make a part two to this series. So stay tuned for that episode coming later in the week or early next week. In the meantime, I hope you all stay healthy and well-nourished. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe, like, and comment on iTunes. My favorite podcast hosts are Alyssa Gadeski and Haley Chura. My favorite editor is Aaron Hamilton. The Iron Women podcast is a live feisty media production.